Hello world. Hello again. So welcome back to my podcast. I'm Stuart, aka The Prudent Programmer. And in this one I want to go through my FI goal, my FIRE goal. In my previous episode there was more of a structured approach and in it I talked about my investment strategy and the comparisons between buy to let and an ISA. My own conclusion from the episode really is that I need to have a diversified portfolio of both ISA and some type of property piece. And I walked through generally how that portfolio was going to fit into one of my main goals from all of this, which is financial independence and potentially retiring early. So I guess let's start with what financial independence is. The idea behind this is that you can have enough money to live off basically indefinitely, or at least until you reach the traditional retirement age. And this idea was pioneered by a group of professors from Trinity University back in 1998, and it was called the Trinity Study. And the idea was that you could invest your money into the stock market, and if you invested enough, you would then be able to live off that investment indefinitely, given that the growth per year was significantly more than the withdrawal per year. And the uh, the magic number they got to was that you need to have 25 times your annual income in order to live off it indefinitely. So they used data from 1925 going all the way through to 1995, and they coined this the 4% rule. And the reason it was coined the 4% rule is because you can withdraw 4% of your total during that first year of retirement and still retain your investment pot. Now this is one of the most kind of hotly talked about topics on the FIRE community, within the FIRE community. And it's mainly because that number has been quite sort of contentious really. There's been a lot of argument about it. In fact, there's been more studies that have been done after these three professors did it back in 1998 and some have confirmed it and some have rebuked this but generally speaking people think it's about 20 to 30 times your income and that should probably cover you even if you're retiring earlier than what is seen as normal. So when I found FIRE it wasn't really found as such. I remember my old manager he he mentioned it to me and I was a bit sort of dubious. I sort of laughed off as yeah, who can retire in their 30s, 40s, maybe even earlier than that. And I just sort of, yeah, didn't really think much of it. And then he kept talking about it, he kept mentioning it, which was quite daring of him really, seeing that he was my manager. And I thought, no, let's have a look. Let's see what it was all about. And when I delved into it, I realized that the kind of the simple maths behind it was, what was that? It was simple. And it's something that I could follow quite easily. And with experts telling me it could work, then Used to say I couldn't do it. And after some quick googling, because that's pretty much what I do with the first thing, I found out that the terminology for it is FIRE, which stands for Financial Independence and Retire Early. So from there I kind of I uh, delved into all the different forums, I went to Reddit, I went to Facebook, and I realised that this is something that was within reach, something I wanted. And then I realised if I did do that, what would I want out of it? So I guess I'll just go through what I really want out of financial independence and retiring early. So the main thing I guess is more freedom, which will hopefully mean more choice. But even if I don't reach 
that kind of fated fire number or I reach the point where I can actually completely retire early or be completely financial independent, I can at least supplement my retirement. I can at least have more options. It just makes me feel at ease. It just means that I don't have to stress too much about, you know, if I lost my job, for example, then I could cover myself for quite you know a significant number of time. So after looking at some material and working out what it's all meant, I decided to have a look to see kind of based on my own circumstances at the time, what I can do about it. And I realized that my phone number, so this is the number that you can work out for yourself where there's the number of years, if you save a certain amount, you'll be retired by. And it's not about how much you earn, you can be earning big bucks, but if you spend lots as well, then it just means you're never going to get there. And it's really about how much you can save of your income. So to work out that fated fine number, um, you basically take your current annual income and you take the annual savings you can have or you currently have, and then you take the expenses. So let's take my example. So when I started looking into fire, I was on an annual income of £40,000 a year. My savings rate was around £21,000. And my annual expenses, that's net how much you spend per month, and up to a year, I was on £19,000, which meant that I had a savings rate of about 50%, or I could, at a push, do a savings rate of about 50%. And that means I could retire in 15 to 16 years. And when I found this, of course, I was in my sort of late, mid to late 20s, which meant that I could have potentially, if I saved it for that money, retire in my mid 40s, which again is a mad, mad idea. But if the maths works and the experts know that this works as well, then why not go for it? So the next big question is, if I've got my number and I've got my expenses, how do I get there? What's the means by which I can get that fated 15, 16 years point? And I realized that I need to be putting into investing pots, making sure that my investments were compounding and I was able to extend the amount of money I can get from my money. So one of the key aspects that many of the investors talk about on the FIRE community and even with the personal finances spot as well is that there's only so much time in a day and using that time to earn money can only get you so far so at some point you have to invest it and start using that power of compound interest to get more money than what you would do if you just tried earning it i think this has hit home the most when i was just listening to one of my favorite podcasts which is no such thing as a fish it was a couple of years ago they were talking about an art installation we did in Sweden in Gothenburg and they'd hired somebody as part of this installation or at least they were going to hire somebody to sit in the train station and do nothing and they were the way they were funding this was that they had a six million kroner I don't know how much that is seven million kroner I think it was and they would invest this kroner into the stock market and the invest the interest on that investment would then get them more money. I think the entire installation was kind of inspired by 
uh, a book by the name of Capital in the 21st Century by Thomas Piketty. And it's this idea that money will always make more money than people, which is a bit of a strange one, but it just means that if you invest it in the right way into the stock market, it will always do better in the long term than somebody who just tried to earn that money themselves, which is why I'm just doing exactly that. I have been investing now into a stocks and shares ISA for the past three years. Um, as well as that, I've got a property that I have as a buy to let. So the kind of a combination of these two pieces form part of my portfolio and form part of my retirement income when they come to fruition. Not only that, I intend to keep on buying more properties and keep on putting into a stocks and shares ISA. I know there's the mix between the two is quite sort of contentious and there's a lot of argument about where your assets and how the allocation should be. But I enjoy being a landlord. So to be honest with you, I'm probably going to keep doing that, maybe buy a few more, see how that goes. And eventually, I just want to be able to live off the income, the passive income from the investment and sort of semi-passive income from being an anod. The other aspect is, of course, I want to develop my career. I really enjoy my career. I work as a software manager at a pension administration company, which means I manage two or three people and we create new applications and we manage the databases for the company and we provide support for the administration. It just means that we can manage and create our own software, which is nice and fun. I find it fun anyway. Maybe some people don't, um, but I do. And I don't want it to stop for us. I enjoy my work and therefore I'm just gonna keep going, see how far it goes, see if I can delve into new areas and make sure I can keep that income coming in to supplement my investments and then eventually supplement my retirement as well as the investments and the property and my career, I do kind of random little side hustles as well. So as an example, I always play around with microcontrollers. So that's Arduinos and Raspberry Pis. I like to kind of use these to tinker and play with things like making automated watering systems for my garden, which has been interesting. Um, I also like to learn new programming languages. They always keep me on top of things and make sure that I can stay within this industry and um, just frankly I like learning new things really. As well as that I do have a Turo as well. I occasionally rent out my car and that gets me not a steady income but there's there's a little bit of money from it and it kind of supplements the cost of the car to some extent. And of course there's what I'm doing now. So developing this blog and this podcast and I've also got a YouTube channel now and my aim is to release at least one of each, one blog, one podcast, and one YouTube channel every week, maybe more, depending on how much time I have left. And that's it, really. I, uh, I just want to kind of develop this craft, I guess. Maybe get some viewers, get some regular viewers, some feedback on how I'm doing, and hopefully get some more interesting topics on the go. I've, I've got plenty of ideas of what I'd like to talk about. Um, I'm by no means an expert in all of them, but I do certainly have an opinion on them. I've told you the idea of having some kind of interview style where maybe I get a different profile of different people at different ages or different backgrounds and how they're wanting to get towards that financial independence and what they want out of it as well. Um, I do intend on having 
a Discord platform where I can talk to my fellow programmers. So I'll be having a few of my old work colleagues come on and who've got the same ideas, the same plans, the same goals, the end goals of retirement and financial independence. And we'll just go through sort of general topics and we'll just chat and see how things go really. I'll probably leave it there, but if you are interested in the idea of financial independence and retirement early, take a look at my blog. Just type in Premium Programmer and you'll find it. Well, I imagine you've already found it through this blog in the first place. And if you want to have a look at my YouTube channel, I'd be really grateful. It'd be nice to have some people viewing it and again, get some comments and feedback on that one as well. And to be honest with you, I find the best resource in order to learn more about this stuff is just Reddit and forums. Just go on Reddit and forums and find out more about which versions of the financial independence you'd like to have and what resources are available to you really. So if you have been, thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.